Hey guys, the following is a podcast produced by the Georgia Cyber Center at Augusta University. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to have a wild time. Welcome to In the Wild. Each week, your host, Rayshon Ricks, will catch us up on all things Augusta University and everything else. Welcome back, everyone, to In the Wild. I am your host, Rayshon Ricks, and joining me virtually, we have two very special guests. Our first interview with students from the Medical College of Georgia, which has been a project I've been wanting to talk about for a minute. So please welcome Krishna Shah and Elena Diller. Diller. How are y'all? We're good. How are you? Great. So tell us, how has it been learning in the midst of a pandemic? How are classes going? Um, It's definitely been a change. Our theme for the year, according to one of our PD teachers, is flexibility and adaptability, something along those lines. So we've been taking that into stride. It's a lot different than our first year medical school experience because we're doing everything virtually except for our two small group activities, which are called PBL and PD. So last year we would all be in a classroom where all 190 of us would see each other every day Um, from 8 to 12 because we had class. But this year, all of our lectures are online. So it's different not seeing all your classmates and not sharing smiles and laughs and talking about cool things that we've learned. Mm. It's much easier, though, this year because we don't have anatomy lab. So last year, you know, for a lot of our learning, we needed to be able to go into the lab and learn from our body donors. Um, and then towards the end of the year, we were unable to go into the lab and learn from the body donors. So at least this year, our I feel like our curriculum is more um, conducive to hand or to virtual learning. Gotcha. Have y'all been learning anything based off of our current, uh, I guess, world health situation? Like, has COVID nineteen played a part in your curriculum so far? So this is how me and Elena became really good friends and started this whole project. Um, Over the summer, our med school offered a class called the Pandemic Elective, and it was three or four weeks, I believe, of lecture every day from Monday through Thursday, and we just learned about COVID-19, the pathogenesis, the side effects, all the new research that was coming out, Um, and I think it was such a good experience to take that class because as future physicians, it was nice to know what's going on in our world. And I think what was really great about that class is that there was, like Krishna was saying, an academic component where we were taking a virtual class, but there's also a service learning component of that class where we um, would volunteer our time in one of the uh, five sort of COVID-19 um volunteer groups that we had created and one of those volunteer groups was the information services team uh which is what krishna and i ended up joining and leading awesome so it sounds like y'all have been pretty busy so far yeah busy is an understatement (laughs) 
Um, so but just, we're having a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah. It doesn't feel like work when you're having fun while learning and working. Um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the project that y'all worked on about your COVID-19 website resource page for, I guess, the Augusta community. So tell us a little bit about that. Um, okay, so Elena and I actually inherited the previous version of this website by two um, M4s now. Um, so Carr and Annabelle actually like created the original MCG COVID response website, um, but they had to go off to rotations. So Elena and I took it upon ourselves to expand the website, add many more resources, and I guess you can talk about everything that we have on our website, but it's been really great. We have a team of seven who have been working since the summer every single day, helping us update the website, adding more resources, and just trying to get the word out. Um, and we're super thankful for all of them. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, definitely feel like it's been a team effort to get where we have gotten to. Um, Krishna and I wanted the website to be useful, and originally it was targeted to both providers and the community, which, you know, both groups benefit from having information, but providers, healthcare providers generally have more reliable and authoritative resources that they're using to go to, you know, and that are, um, you know, a little bit more detailed than probably what the public needs to know. And so we decided to sort of switch from trying to do a dual audience to solely creating a site that we felt lay persons in the community would be able to use and benefit from. So how has the traffic in the response been for the website? Like, has it been successful or useful so far? How has it been? Um, I think that it's been really, really good. We've had several marketing kind of um, campaigns where we've either like mass emailed a bunch of business owners or restaurant owners, gym owners, um, school or not schools, but um, religious organizations. Um, so we've emailed um, groups or, of, or organizations, businesses in the community that we feel like benefit, um, could benefit. But I think our best response has really come from Facebook. So we actually ended up posting in a lot of different Augusta um, Facebook-related groups. And the like to my surprise, people really loved the site and shared the post and um I think like, you know, our site, we saw numbers where we were growing our views from like, you know, maybe like 200 views a day to over 2000 views a day. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So that was really awesome. And, um, you know, of course now it's dropped back down, um, because when you're not doing constant advertising and targeting, which we're back in school, so it makes it difficult to do. Um, when you're not doing all of that, I think, you know, people sort of forget about the site, but you know, to our surprise, I mean, we still get hits every day and get unique views and stuff. So it's been a success, I think. And knowing um, we've gotten so many comments either on the Facebook post and also in the um, uh, in our just directly through Gmail because um, we have an email that people can email us at. Um, so I think especially based on those testimonials, I would say it's been a success. 
That's great to hear. So tell us about some of the resources that we can find on the website. Yeah, there's so many different um, sections on the website. So I'll go through a few of them. Elena can go through the next few. Um, We have this one portion called the local news blog. And every day we update it and we just select um, a few important news articles from the Augusta area. We use like the Augusta Chronicle, we use WSB, um, the Aiken County newspaper, and we just find things that are relevant to Augusta about COVID. So it's just like a one-stop shop for people if they want to learn about what's going on in the news. Because if you use Google, it's very overwhelming. Um, Absolutely. We also and we have a section called Mythbusters, where we just like, talk about common myths about COVID, like should you drink hand sanitizer or like can the virus fly, things like that. Um, And then we've also talked about, we have a section of infographics, and that's just a visual way to spread information. People can download the infographics and post them on social media. Um, So that's another way to advertise. We also have this page for local shelters and food banks that people can go to if they're in need of help. Um, Lena, am I missing anything? Um, That's, I, I mean, that's, definitely a lot of it. I think what one of the things you love is having on our front page, we have all the updated numbers every day. Um, and so that there's a infographic kind of thing that shows you all of the different Augusta and CSRA communities, counties. Um, and then we also do one, a chart off to the side that just focuses on Augusta, Columbia, Richmond County. Um, and one of my favorite things that I think is blossoming into a great new project for us actually is we have a student safety corner where we have um, an instructional video on how to stay safe while going back to school um, and then resources both for elementary, middle, and high schoolers as well as college students. And we have all of the policies and pages to all the schools in the region linked on that page. So if somebody wants to find the policy to say Richmond County High School, they should be able to go on our website and find that so that they can understand what the schools in our area are doing to help with COVID. Um, And then Krishna, do you wanna lead in with our other little surprise that's Um, new to our our project? Yeah, our our newest section, which we're super, super excited about is the social impacts of COVID-19 page. So a bunch of medical students have chosen topics that they're super passionate about and they write about how COVID-19 has affected that. So we have articles about immigration laws and how COVID-19 has affected medical students. We have a blog about how music has been affected by COVID-19. We have a new blog that we uploaded a few days ago about how palliative care has been impacted because of COVID-19. Um, so definitely go check out our website. Super resourceful. Krishna, I was glad you said that, but I'm talking about the elementary school project. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is something that I'm super, super passionate about. Um, (laughs) we are meeting with a bunch of fifth graders at Richmond County Elementary School. No. not no, Martinez Elementary. <laughs> okay, Martinez Elementary School. Regardless of the school, 
um, we're meeting with them and we're starting a year long STEM project with them. So we're just oh, going to wow. pretty much talk about COVID-19, explain to kids why they should wash their hands, wear a mask, and just talk about what the virus is because fifth graders are way smarter than we think they are. Um, and so we feel like they should have the opportunity to learn about COVID-19 in an academic setting and hopefully get them excited about medicine. Now that sounds really fun, like a really fun project, working with uh, elementary school children. Um, so yeah. tell us the website link for us to go log on and see all of the amazing work that y'all are doing to help our community. <laughs> okay, you want to say it on the count of three, Krishna? <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> mcgcovidresponse.com. Okay, I think you should say it again. <laughs> okay. We'll put it in the description so everyone will have access to it. How about that? Okay. And how can we keep up with the work that y'all are doing? Like, are y'all on social media? Like, how can we keep up with all of this cool stuff that y'all have going on? Uh, the website is probably the best place. Um, so feel free to check it out daily. Um we haven't dedicated like a, we don't have a social media presence mainly because of our small team. But uh, if anybody is interested in contributing to any projects or getting involved, uh, we would love for them to contact us and um, feel free to shoot us an email. Gotcha. Thanks so much for joining me, y'all. I really appreciate it. We appreciate you, right, John. Is your creativity blocked when it comes to writing? Do you need some tips on certain writing styles? Then the Writing Center at Augusta University is for you. They offer free one-on-one -on -one virtual consultations. This amazing service is available to all students, faculty, and staff. An appointment is required, so don't wait and make yours today at aeg.mywconline.com. Welcome back to In the Wild, and I'm your host, Rayshawn Ricks. And now it is time for another story time with Stacy. Hey, Stacy, how are you? Good. Hey, Rayshawn, how are you? I'm great, and so much better that you're joining us to tell us uh, another or to have another story time session because this is probably one of my favorite segments. Yay, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> so, what do you have for us today, Stacy? Well, basically, I kind of want to just talk about how you need to be kind of more kind and watch your manners following all the COVID social distancing. And of course, some people are even in quarantine. So you just have to kind of think before you speak sometimes. Cause Definitely. You've been away from people. You know, you've been <laughs> away from people for a while. <laughs> but I had a perfect example of that this week with my husband. Um, he's a teacher for Augusta Richmond County. And he has been home, I guess, now since mid-March. I mean, he's done online crowd classrooms, but, you know, he hasn't been actually inside a real classroom, you know, for almost six months. And so he's done a lot of great things around the house. Like, he built his own garden, and we have, like, oh, wow. and cucumbers. Yeah. And he really did the cabinets, um, our kitchen cabinets downstairs, so that was awesome. And he's just done a whole lot of stuff. Like, he's cleaned out the kids' closets and reorganized it all. So he's been very productive, like, over the last six months in our house. But last week, I made a huge <laughs> mistake because he was going to surprise me and paint our downstairs bathroom, which it needed to be painted, for sure. I mean, it was a kind of autumn sort of leaf color, um, <laughs> but it had gotten, you know, it probably hadn't been painted for about 
eight or nine years. And with kids, you know, you get scratches on the wall and stuff like that. And so he was very sweet and surprised me last week by um, actually going out and buying paint, doing the whole paint job, and the kids helped and everything. Oh. So, yeah, it was so sweet. And so, you know, it was a long day. I was coming home from work and walked in, and the kid or the bathroom is right next to the kitchen, almost as soon as you walk in the house. And so I walk in. And he was like, come here, come here, I have something to show you. And so I walked around the corner, and surprise, our bathroom <laughs> But it's like a bright, bright red. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, it was one of those things, like we even have two mirrors on each side. You walk in, and your face is red. Your whole, <laughs> everything's red. It's so red. And as you know, I have a hard time, like, disguising my feelings. <laughs> and so I kind of turned around. And he's like, what? And I was like, wow, that's red. (laughs) And he said, well, no, it's actually, it was supposed to be like a brick color or something like that. But I was like, wow. And so he goes, so you don't like it. And this is a comment that if I was thinking and hadn't been in in social distancing so long, I wouldn't have said. But what came straight out of my mouth was, it looks like you killed someone and painted the walls with oh my blood. Goodness, Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, that did not go over well. And he laughed, but, you know, then I could tell. Like, he had worked all, you know, that afternoon painting it. And then, of course, he said, well, kids, mom doesn't like the paint stuff. And they had help. <laughs> so then I felt, like, triple bad. And so... Then they came in and they're like, "Well, it is kind of red, Dad." And so then they were like dogging him out too. Oh. So I know the moral of the story is: if someone's doing something super sweet and are really putting themselves out there, especially after being, you know, isolated for so long, to try to respect them and try to be nicer and try to encourage them and thank them for what they're doing, because you know, a lot of kids right now they're moving into dorm rooms and stuff like that, and meet new people and you might not have talked to people for a while <laughs> and if somebody hangs something up that's a little odd or a little you know maybe not to your taste you may want to think before you speak or you will be like Stacy this week <laughs> this past week so that's the moral of the story just try to be nice to people be kind or after the, all the COVID it's so much nicer to be just polite and just try to do your best when you can <laughs> so. <laughs> so how do you think I guess hindsight is twenty twenty. So how do you think you would have handled it the more polite way? What would have been your more polite response? I think I would have just said, wow, you guys worked so hard together. This, you <laughs> did such a good paint job. <laughs> and then maybe later on said, wow, that's a really bright color. Did you mean for it to be that bright? Because it is one of those colors that as soon as you turn on the light early in the morning, like it's, so bright it almost scares you oh wow so you know we are kind of rethinking the paint job <laughs> but it would have been nice for especially after them doing all that work to be like oh you guys did a really nice paint job and then maybe bring up the color on down the road when you have more time and he's gotten used to it and you never know i might learn to love it but i'm thinking maybe not it may be another color down the road but it's one of those things it would have been nicer to just say that you really appreciate what he had done and the effort that he put into it. So. Did you eventually tell him that? 
I did. I did apologize, especially when like the boys started kind of kinging up on him. <laughs> I don't know if I like it either. Yeah, my face looks so red in the mirror. Oh, they're like traitors. That. Yeah, <laughs> and they were they were the one helping him. So they, they could have noticed it while it was going on, but they they were just I guess focused on the task of actually covering the walls and didn't stop and you know step back and look and see how bright it really was. But it's just one of those things. I think. Yeah, you just really need to think before you speak after not speaking to other people for so long or speaking to the same people. In our case, we've been speaking to one another, but sometimes that filter fades after a while and you, you put your foot in your mouth big time. And I did this week and I fully own it. So. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's the best part is that you were able to own it and uh, uh, try to correct it. I did, and I did. I ended up making him dinner on Yeah, to try to make up for it. You got to be nice and say, man, I was wrong. I shouldn't have just made fun of you right off the bat. <laughs> so moral of the story, be kinder, everyone. That's right. That's right. It's much easier. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Stacy. Thanks, Rosanna. I appreciate it. Hey, y'all. Let's talk about student life for a second. There's so much going on in JAG Nation, which is why there's a dedicated blog just about student life. JAG Nation is the nerve center of student life at Augusta University. They're giving you the information you need and want to thrive at Augusta University. Look for stories and tips to help you make the grade, land a job, and enjoy your time here on campus. Read them all at jagnation.augusta.edu. listening to in the wild if you like what you heard then give us a nice rating and review this podcast on whatever you use to listen to your podcast to keep our conversations going follow in the wild on instagram at in the wild pod and augusta university on all our social media platforms don't forget to follow me your host rayshawn ricks at rayshawn ricks to send me questions you want to be answered on the show tune in for new episodes every week class and session because we don't want you to miss a single thing happening on campus You can also find more news stories at jaguar.augusta.edu. Until then, I'll see y'all next time. Stay wild out there, guys.